0: what is up brothers and sisters welcome to the mitch gray show another awesome episode planned for you today um it's been so exciting to have all these amazing guests on and to bring you some new voices of expertise and some new new folks that you can look into and today i have a very special guest it's been great to get to know her miss sonia cameron sonia welcome to the mitch gray show
1: Hi, thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited
0: to be here. You are welcome. We've had a few great pre-show conversations and I have a feeling this is gonna be a great uh, recorded conversation for the people, so I'm excited.
1: Absolutely, let's do it.
0: Yes, yes, okay. Um, Sonia, we're gonna get into your bio and expertise in a little bit. Um, You are an author and career advisor. You do have a book out that we will talk about. I don't want to ask you a big question to start the interview so we can dive right in. Um, You love talking about prayer and spirituality and tying that to job seeking and professionalism. So the question is, how is prayer related to job seeking?
1: Well, when you are searching for a job, you have to be self-aware and understand your relationship to God. And He gives guidance when you involve Him in your situation. And so that is how prayer relates to a job search, is getting guidance from God uh, on your next steps.
0: Yeah, in your experience, what has that guidance um done and and I want to before we go there I want to preface to people we may have some listeners that um, have a different faith system or belief system and I think we can we can still use these principles no matter your belief system Um, I like to say everything is spiritual right no matter how we define it or describe it Um, everything is connected so from your reference point and perspective, when you're talking about God, and you're talking about guidance, and your experience, what is that guidance done during those moments of job seeking?
1: Well, um, Mitch, let me explain a, a personal experience that I had. Yes. Um, when, back in 2007, 2008, um, I had uh, lost a job, and I was, you know, really distraught, wasn't sure what to do because I had been fired from that job. Mm. And I didn't know how to handle it, uh, per se. Um, So, so much so, I went on uh, a job interview. And when I went on the job interview, the interviewer asked me, so um, why did you leave your last position? And I didn't exactly tell the truth. Yes. I told him that I had been laid off. Well, actually it was a layoff of one because I got. Right. Right. (laughs) So and so I was not happy with myself. I wasn't comfortable with that. I came home and I cried and I was like and I prayed and I was like, God, if you would just allow me to get another interview, I will stand in my truth. I will tell them the truth. I won't tell them that I got laid off. I will tell them that I was released. And, you know, I'll 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 just be true about it because mm-hmm. my my religion, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. So, as a Christian, we're not supposed to be lying, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, I didn't get another interview. And when the interviewer asked me, you know, why did you leave your last role? I was, I said, well, I was fired. And he said, wow, you, I'm, I'm not sure how that could be because you came highly recommended. Wow. And I was like, really? Who recommended me? And he said, Jennifer did. And I said, wow, um. That's amazing. He said, yeah, and in fact, we decided we're not going to interview anybody else. We're gonna hire you. Wow, wow and i was I was floored cause I couldn't remember who Jennifer was. <laughs> 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 so anyway, I um got home that afternoon, and I remembered that Jennifer was a young lady that I would meet for coffee in the morning time on the job where I got fired from.
0: Oh. Wow. Hmm.
1: Absolutely. And so hmm. that's how prayer interacts and gives you guidance because if I had not been praying, then I would not have had the resolve to say, okay God, I'm gonna be honest. Right. So prayer gives you strength and guidance when would have that same strength you wouldn't have that same guidance and it gives you a sense of peace even in you know because the reason why i lie is because i was afraid right so prayer gives you faith and peace when you're actually in a position of fear
0: yeah it's this idea that um the, the real response to desperation is hope, and de- desperation does two things as, as humans. It either makes us become really fearful, um, so then we're functioning out of survival mode, right? Or it leads us to hope, and, and that's really what you're talking about is that, that avenue of prayer gave you some hope and gave you some peace and gave you some ability to reflect, and as you said, to become more self-aware, Um, It's almost like it's almost like prayer is a mirror to the soul and it lets us kind of reflect and have some idea about where we're really where we're really at in life. Absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. And I want to say again, um, the thing I love about our show is we, we have a spectrum of guests. We have guests from all backgrounds and All professionalisms and all faith systems and all we we don't, I don't, as you know, in our pre-show interview, I don't really do prerequisites. Here's what you have, here's what you have to be doing or who you have to be to come on our show. And I love that because, um, and one thing that attracted me to your story is what I tell people is on our show, we love to tell the human story and the human story is told in many languages and many different perspectives from many different types of thoughts and ideas and experiences. And I want to say to our guest, Sonia is a Christian. And the thing I love about Sonia is she is proud of that and excited about that. But the thing I love about you more, Sonia, is your compassionate heart and your compassion for others. And I think you've come to that because of your own experience in life.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I mean, I've I've had a lot of experiences in my career. I've had a lot of ups and downs. And one thing that has been constant is my faith, mm-hmm. and that's been the guidance and what's taking me higher, not just sustain me, but taking me higher in my career.
0: Um, there's this idea I want to I want to talk about this because it's happening in the world now, and you just shared an experience that that you had. Um, I, I've been through the experience of being fired as well, and it's not fun. Um, But there are so many of our our brothers and sisters in the world that are getting laid off from work, are getting let go. Companies are downsizing. Um, ESPN Sports Company just announced yesterday that they're letting go of 500 jobs, 500 jobs that they're not going to bring back. And I'm meeting people constantly that are just having this challenge of looking for work and they're getting laid off. Talk to the people about, um, we've talked about prayer, but I'm sure there are some other things that people can do that during those moments of struggle, of challenge, of controversy, what are some other things people can do? Um, if they're a praying person, they can obviously pray, um, but, but there are some other things people can do. In your experience, what are maybe some of those, let's call them coping mechanisms, because in that moment, it's a, it's a challenging time in life. A lot of people have families. A lot of people have responsibilities.
1: Absolutely. Um, one of the first things that I tell people to do is rehearse your wins. Mm. Because a lot of times, especially when you're in a situation where you have been released, uh, involuntarily released from a job, you are not feeling that you're the best person in the world, right? You're not feeling your best. You're not feeling the best about yourself. And you may have um, memories of what did you do wrong? Why? How did you end up yes. in this place? And the best thing to do is to rehearse your wins. There have been times in your career, especially with your employer that's released you, that you have had wins for the employer where you impress the customer, you improve processes, you increase sales, you've made things better for the company, you've gotten support from your coworkers to do certain projects, you push things forward. There are a lot of things that you have done already that you can create narratives Wherein you can tell your future employers, this is what I've done. This is what I'm capable of. These are the problems that I've solved. And with those stories, you stand out in an interview.
0: I love that. And also
1: I... confidence,
0: yes, too. Yes. You know, you
1: rehearse the
0: yes. I know you have a few more things you're going to bring up, but I want to come back to that. I love that that phrase, rehearse the win. Um, we, we had someone on the other day that, that he, um, um, Kenneth Kendall, and he was talking about uh, changing your self-talk, the things you're Absolutely. telling yourself. In turn, and that's exactly what you're saying is as humans, we, we kind of naturally rehearse the negativity, right? <laughs> like, right. Those are the,
1: if, you know, you've just been released from a job.
0: Yes. You're thinking, well,
1: what did I do wrong?
0: Yes, and we and we and we sit on that, like we won't let that go. And so I love that idea of rehearsing the win. Um that's beautiful. Okay, give us another one. Give us another one.
1: Okay. The next one is take a baby step every day towards your career goal. Mm. So a lot of times people think, you know, in order to make a change, you know, and this is for those who are already employed too, and that that may fear that. They might be in a position where they may be eliminated. is to start now and take a baby step every day towards a career goal. There's something you can do every day. There's somebody you can contact. There are keywords you can look up, you know related to positions that you want. There's something you can do every day to go towards that goal. And in fact, I have a download on my website. Uh, bless thework.com where you can get uh 21 days
0: of preparation for your
1: next job and that gives you baby steps um,
0: yes i love that and and small steps um, every day are more much more ad, um, advantageous and much more impactful than trying to take massive steps um, that that's something that comes up on the show a lot when we have business leaders and entrepreneurs, it comes up in conversation a lot because again, I think for the most part as humans, we see the finish line and we want to get there quickly. We want to get there, right. especially in a moment of desperation, right? So we've just been released from our job, fired from our job. We're like, we have to recover quickly. Right. That That's a setup for failure because we're setting this self-expectation that is so high that may or may not be hit. And so- I love that idea of take a baby step every day towards your goal now. What you're also saying there is, is that you need to have a clear goal.
1: Right, right. And that's related to another one of my steps.
0: Give it to us. That's
1: a good segue. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good segue. The next step is, um, well actually it's number four, is uh, dream big, dare to dream big. So when you dream big, that helps you strategize for your goal, helps you create those goals. And, you know, when people say dream big, it's not like saying win the lottery or anything. But, you know, what's your dream role? Like, what are you good at? Where do you see yourself in the next five years? What did you learn about yourself in your last role?
0: I love
1: changing the world like that's that's the big dream you know and where do you find your most enjoyment where do you find enjoyment in work And what problems do you think you're created to solve right so once you start dreaming it helps you come up with a strategy of how to attack your next job how to attack that career goal
0: I love you're, com- you're coming from a position of positivity. So you're, Absolutely. You're talking about dreaming big. You're talking about giving clarity to your goal, but you're coming from that position of positivity that says, hey, okay, I got fired. I got released. I can't do anything about that. What can I do mov- moving forward? What can I do today to improve myself, to shine a light on the things I'm good at, and that really shifts the mindset, right? Because when something negative happens to us, it's re- even for the most positive person, it's really easy to get tired and weary and let down and frustrated. And the only answer to that is that position of positivity.
1: Right. And that's where faith comes in, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Because it gives you that hope. It gives you that hope to where you can say, no, I can press forward. I can press forward. Yeah. Give us another one. I know you have another one on your list. I think you skipped it.
1: Okay, <laughs> this is uh, this is one that has to do with your faith, and it, for me, this was pick a scripture to encourage yourself. So usually, um, the scripture that I chose was First Corinthians two and nine. What no eye has seen, no ear has heard, even no human mind can conceive. The things that God has prepared for those that love him. And every time I put that scripture everywhere, all over my house, on the refrigerator, on the bathroom mirror, in my car, even in my wallet, I put that scripture. So when I look in my wallet and think, man, I got to get some money, I see that scripture. (laughs) And, you know, it encourages me and it resets the mind when you, you know, get depressed or start thinking negative thoughts it resets the mind and you have that reminder all around you that there is
0: hope yes and really um you're 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 applying that from your um very specified faith system but really the principle that you're talking about is having something that's affirming having something that's again positive so for you as a christian it's having that scripture for someone else who may not be of the christian faith you know whatever whatever your faith is or there are a million books in the world at your local bookstore <laughs> that are you know 30 days of positive statements or something like that so i love the principle there that people can apply to whatever their belief system is and relate it to themselves because the point is if you if you write something down that you want to positively affirm you but you don't relate to it, it's not going to positively affirm you. Right. And so to to be able to use that principle, I love that and to set up reminders. I think all of us have done the post-it note on the mirror thing at one point in time, right? right. <laughs> and so it could be a I it, take
1: one step further. I I take a dry erase marker and, write and it on the mirror. It, write it on the mirror. <laughs> So I look at my face through that scripture.
0: Yes, yes. And I and I love I love the again the principle that you're talking about is find something that will motivate you and give you assurance in that moment in time. And it could be as simple as you can do it. It can be right. as simple as you are worth it. Or you are enough, um, and so I love what. you... So find something that means something to you that's going to reaffirm the goodness inside of you. And for you personally, um, that that's a great statement. That there, there, even though in the confusion of life, there is this presence that can be our anchor and help us through. Yeah, I love that.
1: Oh. I love that. Um, and. I think the fifth thing is to, to stay organized and keep records of your search. Mm. And that's a lot of times people don't keep records. You know, they just go by the seat of their pants. But it's good to have a journal where you keep records of who you talked to, who you contacted what interviews you've been on. And a lot of times it helps people with unemployment as well because they have to give proof that they've been searching for a job. So it it has a twofold purpose. But the main purpose is is to, you know, have a record of what you've been doing and you can look back and see what you've accomplished so far.
0: Very practical. I, I I really, really like that one. Um, I like it because oftentimes when you're in that moment of searching and survival and just trying to get out of that moment, right? Like Like you feel like it's one of the worst moments and you just want to get out. We can forget that staying organized is actually helping fulfill the purpose of what we're doing at that moment in time. And you're right. There are immediate benefits. If you're you know, having to get on some unemployment type benefits, which again, during this season of the world, people had to do that. You know, they didn't have a choice when the pandemic first hit. A lot of times those people want to know how, you know, what effort are you putting out? And so I love that idea of keeping records and then staying organized within yourself. Um, I, another thing I would love to add to that is if you go on a job interview, take notes after the job interview. Take notes right. of what questions they asked. Take notes of how you would have responded better. Maybe things you responded well on. That just helps you. Um, you talked about you talked about rehearsing your wins. It's also practicing and becoming a better interviewer. And taking notes on those things helps you stay organized.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's something about putting pen to paper
0: mm-hmm.
1: that. Gives substantiates your search, substantiates, okay, this is something that's real.
0: Yes, yes, I love that. Uh, So, Sonia, let's get back to your book. It's going to relate a lot to what we just um, talked about, which was some great great information and advice to folks um, that are job seekers. Uh, Your book is God, Please Help Me Find a Job, uh, 21 Prayers for the Job Seeker. So tell us a little bit about the book.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, inspired to write the book um, at the beginning of the pandemic. I was, you know, I, I'm a blogger, originally a blogger, and I have a website called BlessTheWork dot com. And on that website, I have been encouraging people for many years um, in their job search. And so when the b- pandemic hit, and I think it was announced. 21 million people filed for unemployment at one time. I was like, oh my God, what can I do? What you know, how can I encourage people at this time? And I was inspired to write this book. And I it just flowed out of me. I just started writing and I was distracted at work. I couldn't because right. <laughs> I, I have a day job too. And so <laughs> I was distracted at work. So I took a couple of days off work. And checked into a hotel, and just wrote and prayed and wrote and you know showered and ate and wrote, <laughs> and there was nobody there in the hotel. It was practically empty.
0: <laughs> so you had it all so to was- yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it was it was very surreal, <laughs> but I did getting the book cranked out and, um, I was able to, um, get it reviewed by several experts in the field, several career coaches. And then I also had it reviewed by, uh, several ministers as well mm-hmm. to make sure it was correct on, uh, biblically sound, uh, advice. And, um, and then we, we had a work we had something, you know, that was able that I was able to publish and I published it myself on Amazon and, um, and here we are. Um, it's also available in, uh, as an ebook and also as an audio book on audible. So it's a short book too, <laughs> it's not very long.
0: That, that's awesome. I, I believe that everyone, whether they publish it or not, should write a book at some point in their life just because the process is so vulnerable. And so um, there's a lot of self growth in writing a book.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I learned a lot about myself and about the process itself as Mm -hmm. well, Mm -hmm. because especially when you self publish, you're like, is this enough? Is this good enough? You know, even after you have it edited, you're like, should I do more? Should I, should I write more? And should I, you know, it, you know, it just stretches you, I guess that's the word. Um, Cause even in my book, I have images. Like after I finished all the manuscript, I was like, this is not enough. I feel like I need more. And then <laughs> I had one of the advisors say, well, have you thought about putting images in your book? And I was like, I hadn't thought about that. And then I hired a photographer and we just took it from there. And so I would want to think that this is a book that was an easy read for people mm-hmm. because it has images in it. It's not very long. And my original intent was for it to be a pocket a pocket guide for people who are actively searching for a job.
0: Right, right. Um yeah 20, 21 prayers for the job seeker. Um God please help me find a job. So yeah, I I love your story and um that you that you shared your experience and your perspective with the world cuz I know there's a lot of people that can relate to that. So you mentioned you have a blog. Um you mentioned your website bless the work.com. Tell us a little bit if if someone signs up for your um your blog or your newsletter or whatever, tell us a little bit about you know, what they might see every month or however often you, uh, you, yeah,
1: you... Um, basically I, I encourage people with prayers. I have a different prayer on uh, basically every few weeks mm-hmm. I come out with a new prayer and, you know, lately it's been, you know, around the subject of job search and all of them are usually around the subject of career. So sometimes I talk about you know, people who already have a job, they're experiencing challenges in their career. Sometimes I uh, have prayers about, you know, the job search journey. So it's it's a variety of things concerning your career and your relationship with God.
0: Now, Sonia, do you work with people individually um, to give them advice, guidance? Do you speak? What, what else are you doing, um, if anything? And I know during the pandemic, it's kind of tough, but um, but do you right. offer any other services besides the the list um, and the book
1: i have a i have a webinar that i give okay. um purchase uh to encourage their members in their job search basically giving job search ch- uh, tips and um i i don't uh, handle people personally right. um, it's something that i've thought about recently but i'm not sure if that's one of the roads that I want to go down sure. at this time.
0: Sure. No, that makes yeah. sense. Totally makes sense. I, I, I asked that question because I again I do know there are a lot of people that are seeking and they're seeking support and advice and so if you did offer that I wanted people to know that you did. Um, but you're offering a lot of support just through the book and through your website and your um and your blog. So that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So let's go back to the book a little bit. You told us the story of why you wrote. Have you written a book before? Is this your first one? This is my first. Your first Well, one? I've
1: written a book before. This is my first published work. Well, congratulations.
0: So, Good job.
1: This is my first published <laughs> work. So I have another manuscript that I wrote a few years back and that I've been editing and working on and Toying with, but I haven't published it yet. I'm thinking about publishing it next year. Right. So this is my first published work because this I felt was um, urgent.
0: Yes. Yes. Is I your felt like
1: immediately?
0: Yeah. Is your other manuscript similar or is it um, a different different? Yes. It's
1: it's more of my testimony of okay. my career and things that I experienced and how I survived the corporate world. Journal. I mean, journey you know, the jungle of corporate America and all of that. So um, it's more of a personal testimony and it has job search tips and, you know, different tips about, you know, surviving the work arena.
0: Awesome. I want to go into another kind of type of support. um, And that is if someone knows or has a friend or knows someone who is, in the situation, have have lost a job, they're job seeking. What can that person do for their friend to help support them through that time? So we've been talking about a lot of internal kind of building ourselves up, you know, prayer, studying, having positive affirmation, improving ourselves. But what can a friend do for someone else to support them during that time?
1: I think one two things. The the first thing is just to be a listening ear. Mm-hmm. Like, because everybody needs someone to talk to when they're in this situation. Second thing, and this is a big help, is for that friend to interview you and film you ah. during the interview. So that you can see yourself answering questions. You can see what kind of responses you have. You can see if you're nervous yes, and what your nervous tics are. Yes. <laughs> you can see a lot of that those things when you record yourself. And you can make those corrections before you're actually in a live interview. So that's something that your friend can help you do.
0: I love that idea. That actually comes up quite a bit when I have um, coaches specifically on the show. They talk a lot about... Having your friend film you, doing role playing, kind of practicing that out because it's almost like we 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 get it. Especially those of us that are sports fans, like we understand the idea of practice in sports, but then we forget mm-hmm. it when it comes to life, right? Like, why would you not want to practice doing a job interview? Like, it just makes all the sense in the world, but but we don't. Absolutely. And so I love that. Absolutely. Interview. Yeah, and having someone there to give you feedback is invaluable.
1: Yeah, feedback is priceless.
0: Yes, yes, for sure.
1: And I, I feel like it's a gift. Even personally, myself, I decided a few weeks ago to ask for feedback um, from m- uh, my mother. I asked her for feedback. I asked my spouse, him, for feedback. Yeah. And I asked a good friend of mine and my sister for feedback just in general like on things that i could do better things that i do well and things that i could do better things i could improve on and some of the responses i was like oh really (laughs) (laughs) so it it helps you to you know become more self-aware you know so i'm practicing some of the stuff that i'm preaching here today yeah is that yeah, feedback is priceless. And a lot of times people, they're afraid to give you feedback, especially any kind of improvement because they feel like they might hurt your feelings. But, you know, you have to get through that. You know, you have to get out of your feelings and say, you know, will this help me? Is this actually gonna help me improve and make me better? Like you always need to be in a point of How can I be better? How can I do this better? How can I improve? What changes can I make to be my best self? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and the more the idea of practice is giving yourself more of those opportunities to work through those feelings, right? Because we all kind of become defensive. We all kind of become, wait, I don't do that. You know, it's kind of this idea of when someone gives us a little bit of critique, Um, it's easy to get defensive, whereas practicing through that actually helps us be more equipped um, to to not take it so personally and to not think, oh, they don't like what I'm doing, but they're just sharing that honest feedback. Right. Yeah.
1: Like I said, feedback is
0: definitely a gift. Yes, yes, I love that. Um, You mentioned something uh, a few times on your your writings and on your um, website, and that is this idea – of prayer being able to help job seekers and their mental health. Um, go into that a little bit more. What does that look like for you? And, and what would you say to people um, that would say, you know, how does that actually help me?
1: Well, one of the things when you pray, one of the things, especially in the prayers that I've written, is I always start out with gratitude. So, gratitude helps you ground yourself In, instead of saying, oh, woe is me, you know, the world hates me, I'm, you know, I'm at the bottom of the totem pole, you know, it, it takes you, when you start being grateful, it takes you, it brings you up, it, it gives you hope. And you, when you start being grateful, you, you stop th- taking things for granted. And that, that's where, you know, when you start your prayers being grateful, it takes it to a whole new level. It, t- it takes you to a whole new level in life. Yeah. Like, you, you can't complain when you're feeling grateful,
0: mm. right? Mm. Yeah, I love that idea of, of, of focusing on being grateful. And um, one, one thing I try and do every morning is start out with, you know, what are, what are you grateful for? can be a small thing sometimes it's a cup of coffee (laughs) and (laughs) and sometimes it's something you know much larger like uh like something kind of philosophical sometimes it's certain people and so i i love that idea of being grateful um and that and that is a huge open door to shifting mental health struggles for sure for sure
1: absolutely absolutely you can't be depressed if you're grateful yeah Right. Yeah. All you have to do is, is look at other people in in different countries. I mean, here in the U.S., we are one of the wealthiest nations. But, you know, and you might feel like, well, you know, I'm unemployed or I'm on unemployment, where there are some nations that don't even have that concept of unemployment. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You yeah. Just hand
1: a... them out, right. So, just, just to be grateful to be an American, hmm. right? That's, you can start there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's this idea of shifting perspective. Um, it's, it's easy, especially when things are, are difficult. It's easy to only see the difficulty. But to be able to shift that perspective and kind of be grateful for what's there. And, and you talked about it earlier, rehearsing the wins, um, having that positive affirmation, however that looks like for anyone. Really it is about shifting that perspective and not just staying put in that negative situation. Um, and I, I love that. I love that. Um, Sonia, what, what other, let's give the people one more piece of advice, um, for someone that's out there job seeking or a word of encouragement that you would give them at this moment in time.
1: I think a good resource and a lot of people overlook this resource is LinkedIn. Um, it's a good resource for training, um, improving your skills, as well as a good resource for um, networking. Um, because a lot of times on LinkedIn, if you see an organization that you want to be a part of, you can reach out to people in that organization on LinkedIn and kind of get a connection to that organization that way. So it's a good source of uh, networking as well. And it's also a good source of uh, seeking out jobs. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of times uh, employers will reach out to you based on your profile. So um, I found that to be a good resource for a lot of people that I've talked to on a on a that I meet that are, you know, interested in making changes in their career.
0: I will um, confirm that LinkedIn is, in my opinion, social media wise, especially from a professional perspective, LinkedIn is the place to be right now Um, because the people you can meet from all over the world, the different uh, companies you can engage with and, and, and companies, you know, LinkedIn for a while was kind of the place that companies went. And I think that's coming back to that. So I would 100% agree with you. Um, if, if you are not on LinkedIn and you're just trying to network or promote your business or find a job, make sure you get on there, create a good profile, and uh, you'll make some connections. Yeah, I, I was actually engaging on a call yesterday on link, via LinkedIn and um, with uh, two other people. One guy's jobless right now seeking. The other lady works for a larger company and her company is hiring and so she actually was able to hook him up with some connections that's exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah
1: absolutely it's the best one of the best ways to make contacts online and since everybody is social distancing that's that may be the only way to make contact during the pandemic
0: it really is it's um job seeking is a challenge at any point in time, but it's really challenging right now. Um, I'm a, I'm a guy that advises companies to interview as many people in person as possible, because I don't think you can see the personality of someone and the presence of someone without being in person. That's gone. You can't, people aren't doing that. And so it's really, you know, job seekers have to be really crafty and really creative to show their skill set and their personality because a lot of that's taking place virtually and it's it's not I, I, I feel a heart of compassion for people that are in that situation in, in this time, you know in, in our in our world. So
1: and that's why prayer is important.
0: Yeah, and I, I wouldn't I'll add to that, Sonia, you're exactly right, but I'll add to that everything you've said today is there have been some great pieces of advice that you've given today. And all of it is incredibly important and valuable. And and so, um, yeah, I I love what you've shared. Sonia, this has been great. I've loved your advice and what you've shared. We do something at the end of each show. Uh, We like to have a little fun and get to know our guests a little bit better. So we have five questions that we ask, and you can only give one-word answers. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit Okay are you ready Here we go Okay Uh, Regarding books Do you prefer to read digital or paper Audio Okay we'll call that digital Someone else said that the other day too I was like hold on that's not an option I didn't even think about that Okay we'll go digital Um, Coffee or tea Coffee. What is one guilty pleasure you have in life? Chocolate. There are so many guests that say that. I I love that answer. (laughs) Um, What is one thing that you cannot live without? Water. Nice. And what's your favorite season of the year, fall, winter, spring, summer? Fall. Love it. That's the majority answer every time, too. I love it. Uh, Sonya, again, this has been great. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on the Mitch Gray Show and for sharing with the people your experience and your story and your um, perspective on life and on prayer and on faith. Uh, It's been great. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me, Mitch.
0: Yes. Uh, brothers and sisters, make sure you go check out Sonia's book. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, it's uh, It's uh, this. This can be ordered physically, correct? I think we talked about this before. Yes, but.
1: it's a paperback on Amazon. It's an ebook on Amazon as well as an audiobook on Audible.
0: On Audible, okay. So Amazon, you can get the ebook or the paperback, and then you can go to Audible as well. Uh, the book is "God, Please Help Me Find a Job: Twenty-One Prayers for Job Seekers" by Sonia Cameron. Um so make sure you go check out her book, make sure you check out her website blessthework.com. On her website you can get a few different resources. You can also sign up for her um her her other content whether it be the email list or the blog. So make sure you go check that out. And I want to remind you of one thing it was something that Sonia said in our interview and that is rehearse your win. That's probably the statement of the day for me on this episode. I love that. That positive affirmation continually growing, continually moving forward. So make sure you rehearse your win. Brothers and sisters, thank you for listening to the Mitch Gray Show. Make sure you follow us on social media at MGrey Media. Sonia, where can the people follow you?
1: Um at Bless the Work on Instagram at bless the work on Facebook.
0: Okay. So Facebook and Instagram, uh, at Bless the Work. Make sure you follow Sonia as well. Subscribe to The Mitch Gray Show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mitch Gray Media. And again, thanks for supporting the show, and we will talk to you soon.